0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Hamilton City Council, we think, is going to be spending a ton of money, maybe upwards of $11 million, but it's to do the right thing. A judicial investigation on the Red Hill Valley will be imminent, we are told. Joining us to talk about this is Laura Babcock, president of Power Group. Uh, Thanks for joining us on a busy day. Good to have you here. My pleasure. Uh, Marathon session. Were you surprised by what you saw and the result?
1: Yes, because I had been speaking to a number of councillors going into last night's vote and they weren't sure how it was going to go. Uh, It was a complex issue and when you add to that a menu of options, uh, it can make things even harder to decide. They they do marketing tests where if they give people more than a few options, they start to get confused, right? And so I was concerned that there would be a menu of options for council that they would get distracted. Uh, there's a lot of hypotheticals, you know, that one to eleven million, eleven millions on the on the big upside of a large scope investigation. One million is probably closer to what this is. But when you hear numbers like that, it's easy for people to start to make arguments around fiscal responsibility. Um, Also, people concerned about the value of of how long this will take versus maybe a, a shorter process, so there's a lot of different dynamics, a lot of important discussion, uh, and so I was watching with I think many Hamiltonians with bated breath watching this thing and and all the nuance and and I've, I I want to give council credit because some of the speeches that they made and the dignity with which they conducted themselves. I mean, at one point, when um, Councilor Whitehead got passionate about it because of his own experience with what happened with Elliot Lake. And the mall collapse, uh, he said, you know, shame on anyone who doesn't vote for a full judicial review. But then later he apologized for it um, to his colleagues. And so there was a sense that they understood the seriousness of this. They understood the optics of this. They understood the need for transparency. uh, But uh, you could also see some of the councillors were changing their minds live during the council meeting. Uh, So councillors were on their best game last night in terms of how well prepared they were in the speeches and the questions. It was a little agonizing. Because as I sent them an email midway through, there are families who have lost their, you know, their Mm -hmm. loved ones watching this. Just keep that in mind, right? (laughs) As when it gets a little bit too tactical and getting into things, it can feel a little bit dehumanizing the conversation. And so um, it was an important night and they deserve credit for making a very difficult decision but the right one.
0: I, I understand, listen, with fiscal responsibility, and, and that's that's a credo that they should live by to a point. Mm-hmm. But I was surprised that some of the councillors looked at that and, as, as a priority over and above uh, integrity, which is really, I think, what the whole thing was about.
1: Well, and the two councillors that didn't vote for it, Lloyd Ferguson and Brenda Johnson, certainly Brenda made that her main reason. Uh, Lloyd's uh, seemed a little bit more obscure. I don't think he made it just about money. Uh, but that being said, it's, it's all on the record what they had to say. My comment uh, midway through this to them was if it's going to be a question of money and how that money is spent uh, and we don't go for the full judicial investigation, which is the only one where we see public testimony, where we see complete, complete transparency, not just a summary of findings. if we make it about money and don't go for that, then every other financial decision, whether it's supporting a games bid or another Amazon bid or, uh, you know, supporting the Grey Cup, any other decision that council makes will come under scrutiny and will be juxtaposed to why they didn't do this review. Mm-hmm. So would you really want that pressure hanging over? you? would be like a sort of Damocles if they made money the reason not to find the truth on the Red Hill.
0: And even those that were uh, moving towards what the staff recommendation was, was was to not do this, the legal representation and opinion that they got on this. they, they To my mind, anyway, they were missing the point of this whole thing. Uh, that was a, a review that would have been done in private, essentially, and then we mm-hmm. would have seen the report, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that's not what this is all about. This is about being open and, and transparent about this, and they didn't seem to get that.
1: Well, it was interesting because... Um, you know, some of them, and, I, and I'm and i just going to my own experience, but I know all kinds of citizens were reaching out repeatedly to council. It, it was really, a, it took a village to, I think, move this vote. And councillors also, with their own sense of real betrayal and their real experiences with judicial investigations, Clark and Marula and Terry Whitehead were leading this. Um, but there was a lot of citizens who were extremely engaged and kept making the argument to council, that this is about lives lost. This is not uh, something that is about you know a political party or an ideology. This is about people who lost their lives and the fact that the city lied and people died and there's no price too high to find out why. I mean that's really what this has been about and so the idea that legal advice would keep them from doing a full transparent judicial investigation That was not going to be a winning argument because lawyers are there to give advice around liability and they have very specific understanding of their role councillors are elected officials who are given the responsibility to lead. And it's not just ever, it's supposed to be a triple bottom line repro- approach, right? It can't just be about the financial bottom line. It has to be about the good of the society. And so not going ahead with the judicial review would have led to conspiracies, to bad optics for the city. And as Tom Wilson said uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago on the O show, you can't build a city on a generation of lies. We had to find out what was happening. And I, I want to council for taking the courageous move.
0: It's not just that they didn't see this report, it's that somebody on staff made a judgment mm-hmm. and said I don't think they need to see this. And this is not just a report that said, "Hey, we should put a sidewalk someplace or we should put a new play structure in such and such a park." This this called into question the very road that, that that we're talking about here. And and that's I think job one as far as this is going to happen this just the, the review here. Who made this judgment, and why did they do that?
1: Well, and it's this has garnered provincial, if not national, attention because uh, there's layers to this. I mean, first of all, there's that first issue of integrity. How can we trust our city that is tasked with public safety, um, where we pay tax dollars and we hire experts and we ask for reports, and then they find out there's a problem and they keep it from us? Okay, that's number one. Also, there's the broader question of if the Ministry of Trans- Transportation was also doing friction tests, and their reports said had similar data findings. Why wasn't that shared with council? And you saw the NDP push for an apology from the ministry yesterday at Queen's Park. So there's provincial interest in this as well. Um, but there's also the question, Bill, that it just you don't have to be someone who follows politics or a journalist to know that somebody who's just one person is unlikely to make a decision of that magnitude, to just hide a report and then to continue with this lying, this narrative under scrutiny from Councillor Marula to the staff about what did the report say? Oh, it said better than standard or as good as standard. And then there are other media reports where you have them quoted as saying that the report said, you know, nothing to see here, folks, move along. People look at that and say who let them do that what culture made them think they could do that who sits there and thinks I'm gonna keep this incredibly important information away from people I'm gonna let people drive with their kids on this road uh, even though people have died in the accidents or, or you know off the charts uh, why would somebody do that? And why would they think they could? And how many people said to them, yeah, yeah, let's bury this? And then why again in 2018? There's something that smells here. And I think everybody knows that who's heard anything about this story. I'm
0: glad you brought up the 2018 thing because that came to light, of course, that somebody on staff dig- dug this thing up. But uh, And again, bad on them in 2013 for deciding not to show this to council. But who made the decision in 2018, and and we were told the rationalization was because the election was now. So what? It, what <coughs> is it because it might embarrass somebody before we voted? Or well, maybe that's something we should have known before we voted.
1: Well, that's the whole point, is that, is there a political uh, situation behind well, this? Well,
0: es- especially because, y- as you mentioned, there were provincial information, there was provincial data on this, too. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't that made public? Was that a decision made at Queen's Park, or was it a decision made here at City Hall?
1: Absolutely. I mean, there are some things about the Red Hill scandal that align with what's going on with SNC-Lavalin and the Scam scandal, right? This idea of, was there political pressure uh, to, to silence something? to push something down. Why aren't we finding out who knew back in 2013 and endorsed this being covered up? Who knew about it in 2018 and said, hey, there's an election. We not, we can't bring it up until the new year with council. That is a mighty decision to be making on a low-level staffer. I mean, I think that that doesn't pass the sniff test. Why on earth would somebody think that this damaging covered report shouldn't see the light of day because of, of a municipal election? Who are they protecting? And so as citizens, how can we trust our staff or our council going forward until we find out who knew and why did they not think that the safety of your children and my children a- and our families and our visitors to our city was more important than a municipal election. Why Why did they think that that wasn't the priority? I don't understand, Bill, and I'm glad that council made the right decision so we can watch the live testimony. I mean, we get to watch this. We get to see their body language and decide, just like when we saw Ray Bone's testimony or Michael Cohen's testimony in the US we get to watch them and say do we believe them you know and and I think we're gonna find out a whole lot here Uh, and and there's a lot of risk potentially to staff and maybe to some politicians present and past
0: well especially because the initial reaction from the City Council if you remember when this came Mm -hmm. to light a few weeks ago now was to do an internal investigation in other words what happened within city staff we know now that goes well beyond that Absolutely. Uh, this this may well extend to Queen's Park. Sure. Uh, and, th- and whoever's going to do this review needs to have the latitude to turn over whatever rock they want. And we've seen this happen with the Mueller investigation. Yeah. Uh, I you know th- th- this was the stated purpose of the investigation and the committee, but they've gone this way and this way because they've d- uh, uncovered information that says, well, we have to go down this road now. That so, way, may all hap- I think it may, it's going to happen here, too. Well,
1: pr- this is a historic, I mean, a major thing. Public inquiries, judicial reviews are not small. Uh, and they require staffing up and they require well, all kinds of extra expense and they are a big deal so why go through all of this because it is a big deal that there was either a culture, an individual or several individuals who felt as though the safety of Hamiltonians and visitors to this city was not as important as whatever their agenda was whatever their concerns were and and that that is, that is a cover up that c- there could be um, some negligence there if, if not worse than that, I mean who knows what this will uncover. But I have to say again, you know, when Council decided to go ahead with this judicial review last night, they, many of them said it was because they knew if they didn't, the conspiracies would never die down, that people would never be satiated, they would never trust council and staff again. And everything that would come forward would be seen through this lens, right? We would be, uh, it's okay to be cynical or skeptical of politics generally, we all should be. <laughs> uh, but this would add a whole new layer of, of a lack of public trust that I don't, I think would have been insurmountable. But what have they opened themselves up to, a bright light gets to go into City Hall and and that bright light can swing around as it sees fit. Uh, so that was a pretty big risk that they've taken. And I, I'm trusting that they have the integrity around that around that horseshoe to know that they're okay if that happens because it's going to happen.
0: I was under the impression and just a gut feeling that I had. There's probably more than a few city staff that did not sleep well last night after they made this decision. I anticipate that you went actually before this report is even done uh, you may see one or two retirements
1: Oh sure I mean look at Lav scam look at them falling away <laughs> you know, Gerald Butts and Wernick and people want to get out of the way of this kind of a thing coming at them there's no doubt about it um, and it, it'll be interesting because every single retirement will be looked at through oh, that absolutely. lens, right people are going to be wondering but that's not going to absolve them of culpability uh, just because you leave an organization doesn't mean that the history of your actions there aren't something that can be investigated and brought up here. I hope at the end of the day that uh, this is just a series of colossal miscommunications and, and foolish mistakes. And all I mean, putting the best lens on this was just a whole bunch of unforced errors, and maybe, maybe people who were just scared of bad news. Who knows? On the other end of the spectrum this could be pretty bad and as Hamiltonians I'm sure we will be riveted to watching this review and we may learn other things about our culture at City Hall that have needed to change for a long time and if I were a city staffer who had anything to do with any of this sure I would be concerned you know we might be seeing people getting lawyers today uh, counselors Who knows what their histories have going around that and who knew what when. I'm sure they had some loyalties to some staff that might have made this hard for them. When they went into that vote last night, Bill, some of them were not decided. And they were, I'm sure, hoping for a lesser scrutiny. And they might say a lesser expense or a lesser time frame, but a lesser scrutiny. At the end of the day, the citizens of this city, I mean, this is a win for democracy, no matter what. I told that to my kids this morning. You know, your politicians are here to represent you. If you let them know consistently and powerfully that they have to do something, uh, they should listen. And they did last night. So it was a good day for Hamilton.
0: And and even for those councillors that said, well, this is going to be a long, drawn-out, uncomfortable process. Yeah, you're right. But you know what? If you want to cleanse if you Mm -hmm. want to retain integrity or regain integrity Mm -hmm. you gotta go through this you can't just say nothing to see here and and, and that was the attitude that some of them seem to have that no, we trust our staff and i'm sure there was just a screw up here we need to get to the truth i mean watergate had to happen back in the nineteen seventies it was ugly and it had an impact on the american political scene for years or some would say for a generation but it had to happen to restore that integrity to, to, to politics
1: and i think that whatever ugliness this spectacle may produce is not nearly as ugly As those 800 collisions, I've been in a couple of car accidents, not on the Red Hill, but they traumatize you for life. Uh, And the loss of those beautiful girls and the other victims Mm -hmm. on that highway, I mean, that is ugly. The pain those families feel. You had the mothers sitting in here with you. You'll never forget their angst and their anguish at wondering what happened to their children's lives. So, I mean, that's ugly. Uh, Investigation of city processes and people's motivations isn't ugly. That's called truth and
0: justice. More to come. Uh, We'll see how this handles and who's going to do this. But uh, this is not the end. This is the uh, end of Chapter 1, I think.
1: Uh, This is the beginning. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Laura Babcock, Power Group. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it.
1: The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.